You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 41. In this episode, I share with you how you can find your true passion and the right business idea. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today, I walk you through the seven steps to find your true passion and the right business idea. Make sure you have a pen and paper ready when you listen to this episode or go to the show notes after you listen in. Do you want to turn your passion into real online profits? Join me on a live webinar where I share my 100K formula for online entrepreneurs. Sign up by going to sigrun.com forward slash 41. Often your struggles are a blessing in disguise, especially if you're a coach, consultant, and a trainer, and you want to help other people overcome similar struggles. When I was starting out in online business, I was looking for the perfect business idea. But first, I needed to find my true passion. I'm a multi-passionate woman And since I have so many interests and ideas, I had a hard time picking that one thing that I could create a business out of. I even had the idea that I could probably take many passions and create one business, but that doesn't really work. So what I did, I started blogging. Back in September 2013, I started to blog about how to find your passion and how your childhood stories can give you indication of your interest in the future, how you can ask other people what they think you're good at, and how you can start to try again things you did in the past that might be the right things for you. And slowly but surely, I came closer to my true passion and the right business idea. But it wasn't really clear to me until I had a light bulb moment. I had been blogging for several months, I was active in several Facebook groups, and I realized there were so many other entrepreneurs struggling with exactly the same thing. How to find your true passion and the right business idea. And even those who had a business weren't really sure if they were on the right track. So I looked back at what I had done so far, and I realized I could help. Within a week, I created an amazing online course on how to find your true passion and the right business idea. And today I want to share with you the seven steps to find your passion and your business idea. It all starts with a vision. Without a vision, you don't really know what you want or where you're going. So that's the very first step on your quest. There are many different ways to create your passion 
And I suggest you try them all out and figure out maybe they all together help you or maybe one is better than the other. One way is to create a vision on a blank piece of paper. I suggest you create actually a vision board. Create a big paper and then you take magazines and rip out whatever brings you a positive emotion. This can be a word, this can be a picture. If you don't have magazines, if you're someone like me who is fully digital, doesn't have any newspapers and magazines in the house anymore, there's another way to do it. You can go to Pinterest and you can type in words. You can scroll through feeds of friends and family and people you follow and whatever brings a positive aspirational emotion, you save it to a new board called vision board. And that's exactly what I did. I created my vision board on Pinterest, but many of the participants in my course have created it on a big piece of paper, which they can hang up in their bedroom and office. And I love to see these vision boards. I love it when people take a picture and send me and you immediately get a feeling of what this person really wants in their life and business. A vision board is not about describing in detail what your business should be or perfectly crafted life. It's about the emotion, where you really want to go in your life. So on my vision board, I have a picture of a car. It's a red Porsche. Since I was 16 years old, I've wanted to have one. I don't really want that car anymore, but it's still on my vision board and maybe one day I'll buy it and maybe a week later I sell it again. But I love to have it on my vision board because it also reminds me of my dreams since I was a teenager. On the vision board is a big white house. If you didn't know, actually, I'm an architect and one of my favorite things during my studies was to design big white houses with lots of windows. Today, I have a home with big windows, but that big white single home is not there yet. And I like having it on my vision board. I also have a picture of myself being a motivational speaker. And a year after I put that on my vision board, I was asked to be a TEDx speaker. So all kinds of things can start to happen once you have created that vision board. Another way to create your passion is to listen to a guided talk, something like a podcast, where you're asked a series of questions. So you pick a blank piece of paper, listen to that guided talk, and think about where do you want to be 10 years from now? You have to write down everything in present tense. So you have to tell it's the year 2027, I am, and then you continue and start to describe the emotions you have, not just where you are and who you're with, but also how you feel. How is the weather? What's happening this day? What you have done in the past, what you're excited about, what you have achieved already. And the third way to describe your vision is to write an obituary. Now, I didn't know what obituary was when I heard the word for the first time, so I'll explain. It's what you would say about someone who has already passed away. Now, if you're like me, you might find that a little bit too negative. So when I was asked to write an obituary as an assignment in my MBA at London Business School, 
I actually rather wanted to write a birthday speech that my daughter would give to me or hold in my honor on my 90th birthday. Now, I don't have a daughter and probably not going to have one in my life, but this was the vision I had 10 years ago. And she described my life. And when you think about it, what do people write in an obituary? They do not say, oh, I wish that person would have spent more time on Facebook. No, they will write, describe your character. They will describe your achievements, but they see it from a different light than you might see today. So that's why I highly recommend you do that exercise as well. Once you have gotten clear on your vision, I want you to think about all your dreams. Now, what's the difference between a dream and a vision? When you create your vision, I want you actually to turn your brain off and let yourself to be inspired. That's why you write everything that comes to your mind or you pick out any pins that come up on Pinterest or you pick out anything that you see in a magazine. But when it comes to step two of finding your true passion and the right business idea, I want you to be consciously aware of what you are deciding you want to do. It's like a bucket list you have for your life. I want you to list down, for instance, 200 things you like doing. It doesn't matter if they're business related or something else. Just write down 200 things you enjoy doing. And it might be hard. Maybe you write down 50 and you say, oh, I can't write down anymore. But actually writing down 200 forces you to think a bit harder about what actually you enjoy doing. And maybe you'll find out that some of the things you enjoy doing, you haven't been doing for a while. And maybe you should consider starting doing them again. I want you to describe and write down your dream life, your dream job, your dream day, your dream week. When I did this for the first time, uh, it was an assignment and I had to write down my dream job and I realized what I really liked and what I didn't like about my previous jobs. So I could get clearer on who I wanted to be as an entrepreneur and wasn't as unclear as I was before the exercise. So think about your ideal day as an entrepreneur once you have achieved all your goals. When do you wake up on the morning? Do you go out for lunch? Do you cook dinner at home? Do you like to be writing? Do you like to be doing a podcast like this one? Do you like coaching clients? Do you like to go on a retreat? Whatever you like to do, write that down and put that into your step of your dream. Step three is about brainstorming your passions. If you know what a mind map is, then I highly recommend you use a mind map for this. If you've never heard of a mind map, it's a simple thing. Uh, you can actually draw up a mind map, but there's also mind mapping software out there that can help you greatly put a mind map together. I typically use a software. It is basically a goal in the middle, and then there are branches outside from the goal, and then there are sub branches. So whether you know mind map or not, just write down all your passions. Now the exercise out of step two can help you if you wrote down the 200 things 
then you will be reminded what your true passions are. In my case, I would write down photography. I'm a passionate photographer. I could probably have created a professional career out of it if I wanted. I love to write. I could have also been an author. I love to speak. I love to coach. I love to travel. I wrote down a lot of things that I could envision as my passions. And ideally, I wanted to combine them all, of course. But as we know, that is challenging. But first, just write them all down without any criticism or thought. In step four, I want you to look at that mind map that you have created with all your passions and you want to start to see what is a potential business idea. Well, since I like to travel and since I like to write, one of the business ideas I had was to be a travel author. I could write travel books. And the idea I had actually was more detailed is it was writing travel books for families with kids in Iceland. And you know what? Just today, as I'm recording this episode, I found out that somebody is doing it now. It's a family in America that spent 12 weeks in Iceland last year and has created a blog around it. So it is a business idea. I just decided not to pursue it. So write down all the business ideas that you can potentially find on your mind map. And if you see an opportunity for two passions to come together as one business idea, then that is of course great too. So if I think about today of Mastermind Retreat Iceland that I do once a year, it's a combination of several ideas. I love traveling. I'm passionate about my home country, Iceland. I love taking pictures. Now I take them mostly on my phone and leave the professional camera at home. And then I love to coach people and mastermind in a beautiful setting and nature. So I was able to pull all these ideas together into one business idea. And that's what you can do too without being all over the place. Because in the end, my key business is masterminding and business coaching. And, but I can pull in some of my passions and business ideas without losing focus. In step five, you need to define your ideal client. You've got the passion now, you're on a mission, but who is going to pay you? And are these people going to be the people that you love working with? When I was thinking about the business idea of writing travel books, I thought about tourists with children traveling to Iceland who search online for travel books and buy before they leave for Iceland. And I thought to myself, are these the people that I want to work with? Are these my dream clients? So sometimes a business idea becomes either more appealing or less appealing once you really know who is your ideal client. The best way to describe an ideal client is to write a story. You give your ideal client a name, you write down where they're from, where they have gone to school, are they married, not married, do they have children or no children, what do they love to do, how are they feeling, are they looking for solutions or will they randomly stumble on your program? What is it that they are really looking for? 
what do they want, what do they need, and how would they like to feel after they work with you. The more work you put into the ideal client exercise, the more likely it is that you actually attract these people and it will also become easier for you to sell whatever program you offer. So this is a really crucial step that you cannot skip. It is a shame when I see online business owners being already well on their way in their business, having programs ready, a fancy website, but they haven't got clarity on their ideal client. And then I tell them, go back to the drawing board and get really clear on this step. In step six, I want you to create a business idea matrix. It's one of my favorite movies is The Matrix, so I love using this word. But this is basically an Excel sheet where you put all your business idea in the far left column and on the top of the remaining columns, you put different parts from your vision, you put your target audience, your ideal client, and anything you've come up with so far on your way to find your true passion. So for instance, description of the industry, the business model, your must-haves from your vision, your nice-to-haves, time to market, cost to market, and generally it's about alignment with the vision. So when I was putting down all my business ideas, for instance, travel books, being a professional photographer, business coach, I realized these were all different ideal clients. So that doesn't make sense to put it all together. But also alignment with the vision. So one really important part of my vision was to be location independent. I wanted nothing more than be able to spend time in Switzerland and Iceland where my family and friends live. I had this idea that I could potentially in the future spend 50% of my time in Switzerland and 50% in Iceland. And for the first few years in my business, I didn't do that. I spent about less than three months every year in Iceland. But this year, I am truly following up on this dream. My father is sick and I have created a business that enables me to spend as much time as I want to be with my father. And that's exactly one of the reasons I built my business this way, to be location independent. So I realized, for instance, that a professional photographer, the one that has a studio and has local clients, that never fitted my vision. So I gave that business idea a lower grade when it comes to vision. So for every business idea, you give it a grade on depending on how aligned it is with your vision. So I figured out, okay, I'm not going to be a professional photographer, but a business coach online, yes. Uh, the travel book writing, I thought to myself, oh, how many travel books do I need to sell? And it's a lot of upfront work and cost before actually any return is there. Versus if you start with online business coaching, you could basically put it out there that you're selling one hour. And if people are interested, then you knew that this is going to work. And that's exactly what I did. In step seven, I want you to look at your top rated business ideas. 
Maybe you've got one, maybe you have three, but I want you to think about your why. My why is related to being 16 years old, being surrounded by women who were over 40 and said to me, oh, I didn't make my dreams come true. Uh, I got married. I had kids. They had all kinds of reasons. And I got so angry, upset and frustrated that I decided I would never, ever say something like that. I would make my dreams come true. So out of all the business ideas I had, business coaching was most aligned with my why. And it made absolute sense for me to help other women so that they would never say anything like this themselves. I want every woman and man to make their dreams come true. It starts with a vision and then following the steps of finding your true passion and the right business idea. Ready to turn your passion into profits and take your online business to the next level? Join me on a live webinar where I share my 100K formula for online entrepreneurs. Sign up by going to sigrun.com forward slash 41. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.